understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Phase Podcast with your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley. And I have something super interesting for you today. But first, before you do anything, make sure if you're a brand new listener to The Stranded Phase, welcome. Make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Jessica. Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y underscore Jessica Hurley. So you can get some more free gems and we can connect because if you are listening and I don't know you, I need to give you a virtual hug. I need to know who you are. So please reach out to me, follow me, send me a DM, tag this episode, let me know that you are tuned in because there I have gotten some amazing messages and had some really awesome conversations with some of you that are listening and I am just blown away. I love getting to know each and every one of you. So please, please, please follow me and reach out. That is my most active platform by far is Instagram. Now, really quickly before we get into this very different episode, this weekend, March 1st, was the day, the very day, 365 days ago that I had the balls to finally I had been going back and forth about it for months, y'all. I didn't end up leaving my job until April 12th. I stayed six weeks, but March 1st was the day I looked my boss in in the eyes and just literally word vomit. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm putting in my notice. I didn't have a plan. I thought maybe I had an idea of how I was going to do this, but things were not clear, but I did it anyway because I knew the impact I was having through my podcast already. I already had proof of that, that I was able to make a massive impact, probably the biggest impact I've ever had through my podcast. And so this weekend I wanted to celebrate and I did 50% off my signature podcasting your passion course. You guys know I have a podcast management agency. We run over 25 popular podcasts, but my podcasting your passion course is literally step-by-step video tutorials from taking just this idea you have in your head of your story, your experience, your journey, and how to literally create it, build the content, build the podcast, take it from idea to implementation to 12 popular podcasting platforms and get you on those charts and sharing your message. And you don't have to be the expert in anything. Trust and believe me. Like I started my journey and just said, I want to get to know a bunch of whole, a whole bunch of entrepreneurs. I want to share my journey along the way. And I want to invite you with me and people, my listeners grew with me. They know everything. People that have been listening from the beginning. If you're a a beginner listener, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all pretty much know everything. So they'll respect the journey. So start now. So I've already ended the sale at end ends Monday at midnight, but for you guys, just my podcast listeners, I'm leaving it open. It is podcastingyourpassion.com, www.podcastingyourpassion.com. You click enroll in the course and the course is still 50% off. I'm leaving it open until Tuesday night, tonight, just for you guys, if you're thinking, this is so awesome. I want my own show. I want to share my message. I know I'm meant for more. I need to make an impact. I need to use it. I know that my message is a map for someone else's life. I've embraced it. Now I understand it. I've forgiven. Now it's time to use it because the full purpose comes when you use what you've been through to set someone else free. So 
If you want to start your own podcast in a market that is not yet oversaturated, make sure you head over to podcastingyourpassion.com tonight so that you can get 50% off Podcasting Your Passion and a one-on-one call with me to make sure that your launch is perfect. Now, let's jump into this very, very different episode. So this is not an organized episode, guys. As a matter of fact, the audio quality is not so hot, but I'm going to let you guys in on an extremely candid conversation I had with my fiance in the car this past week on the way to our date day, which was actually at the gun range. Um, There's a whole other story behind that that I'll tell you guys one day. But um, we tend to have really in-depth, deep conversations often. Some of them are not so great, but this one in particular was a really interesting conversation on just the heightened awareness around wealthy people, especially musicians, artists, entertainers, rappers, coming out lately and saying that in spite or despite all of the money and the wealth that they've acquired, that they find themselves in very deep, dark places. And you guys know how important it is. We talk about therapy all the time. And then on another level, understanding your subconscious and really digging deep and just understanding who you are, what you want, and how to kind of stay away from that. And I know it all comes down to gratitude, but this required a really deeper conversation. So Chris and I had a conversation around just the darkness around success and how you almost have to be so, so careful. And the part about training your brain is required to make sure that it doesn't happen because there, the answer is not on the other side of success, y'all. I promise. I don't care what situation you're in. I don't care if you're $100,000 in debt. I don't care what is going on in your life. But on the other side of making a million or having a successful business or traveling the world, the answers are not on the other side of success. It is all a mental thing. And so I'm so excited to let you guys in on this candid 20-minute episode that is just really going to be a really good listen, and I'm calling this Outwitting Success. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Like, so Drake talked about, like, is there more? And he was saying, like, like he had a part of the song was, like, only, like, having this, being at meetings, being on private jets and like those times where I'm like, I really feel alive and I, I get those. I, I, I vividly remember those times where I really felt like I'm alive. Like I'm like, yo, this is, this is crazy what's going on. But it's like, you get to that, that point of like, damn, is there more? No, there really isn't. Mm-mm. Like you gotta really, most important things is the things that you can't buy is the people around you those experiences that you give to them those experiences they give to you like that's the most important thing period like everything else is just extra sauce of you know what i'm saying throwing extra zest of life yeah that's what yeah. it is it's, it's, and you it's just fun. become you get in places where you just chase a high yeah yeah that's what it is it's like because like even dan brazilian talked about that like he's so freaking deep into the rabbit hole of like he knows that this is not fulfilling in a sense like like he knows that what he's doing is not like you know oh my gosh whatever whatever because he but he's he's so deep into it that it's like he can't stop either though so it's like that's the thing like you go down the rabbit hole so deep of being in that life and then you just you just hit it just basically you're still a robot you're just a robot of success it's the same thing of being a robot of working with somebody and doing whatever 
you're still activating that same thing. You're just a robot of success of mad women, partying, drugs, this and that. It's the same thing. So it eventually will affect you um, on a deeper level. Sometimes success is like is a harder pain than, than, than being broke. So when I hear you say this, I guess my next question is, this is gratitude. This is also being content with what you have. And like you said, you've been in a place where you've been really content with the small things, which is great. That's, that's a very different place to operate in. And I feel like I've felt the same exact way lately. But how do you refrain from, like I feel like there's this really thin line between being grateful and content with what you have and striving for more. Like, is that a dangerous place? to be super content with what you have and then all of a sudden you find yourself not moving forward. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that... Because you can still be... You can still have gratitude and be content and still be motivated. Absolutely, yeah. Because if you're ambitious, you're going to want more regardless. Right. There's a difference between ambitious and greed. Hmm. I'm super ambitious. There's things that, you know, have me wanting to create, wanting to do more. I'm super but I'm not greedy I'm not to the point where like yo I'm gonna literally give up my health and put that as a risk or a sacrifice look at people like Steve Jobs he risked and sacrificed his health for the greed of it, maybe it wasn't even money it was just the success of taking Apple to a whole different level and sometimes they used to think that he was trying to monopolize the game and <clears throat> rightfully so maybe that was but like he literally risked his health and some people are willing to do that to get to these large minds. that's that's greedy in the sense that you, you're you're going to be robbing the people that really love you you know what i'm saying like this is an interview with shine like it's time where he was telling his his mom and his dad like Yo, i don't even want to like hang around you anymore and that, he said that wasn't why it's it, it just you just get down to this like weird space sometimes um, with success, it can really take you down these different routes. That's why I feel like everybody, like he was talking about, like he was like his truth. It's like I really focused on when I came out of this, this like mental health, and he's like, we forget that it's still health. Mm -hmm. It's not. You can say, oh, I'm, you don't say, oh, I, I worked on my arm health today. You know, my arm is stronger. He's like, mental. It's still at the time. It's at the end of the day. It's health we should be working on our health all the time because that is a part of wealth. So even if it's mental or if it's physical health or whatever, it's still health. And he said a lot of times when you chase success and you're down the rabbit hole of you you, you have to do this, 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 and that, this, and that, because that's what the business requires. requires, then it's like you forget about the health. Right. Or you <clears throat> you set it aside. or you Yeah, you sacrifice it. You, you sacrifice you say, that, right? I don't need to worry about mental health. My physical health is fine. In my right. bank or, account or, is fine. Yeah. Or some people do both. I don't want to worry about physical health. I need to worry about building this business and, you know, making money. So that's the reason why I would say you need... Everybody needs therapy. Yeah, <laughs> therapy or, or just need a strong circle of people that can be a, a confidant in a sense and just check you. And check be, you, you know what I'm yes. saying? Be able to, like... Accountability. Time, yeah, accountability. Like, it could be somebody that's, you know, a little bit older than you. Maybe they might be younger than you or, or you're a lady or, for you, you know, that's your man or whatever. Just check you out of that stuff because 
again, you get so much into it and you become a, a again, you, you become a robot too because you're just like, all right, like, especially if you're artists, you, you're saying like, you, you, you do, a, you do a, a, a song, it's a hit now, now you gotta do shows, now you gotta come up with the album, now you gotta do radio promo, now you gotta do, you know, with entrepreneurs, like, okay, you drop a product, okay, now you gotta promote the product, okay, now you gotta, um, start, you know, marketing, you're doing webinars, you're doing coaching, now you're speaking at events, now, it's just yeah, you gotta talk with hole. everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you gotta get, jump on podcasts, yep. like, it's just, it's a rabbit hole that you get into, and it's like, you just gotta also remember, like, what's you really, like, enjoy. he even talked about it too, like, enjoying stuff too, I think mm -hmm. that's the only one thing that I have not fell short of, Sometimes I've even enjoyed it a little bit too much, but like when you get down this whole tracing stuff, sometimes you don't even get the opportunity to really enjoy it. And he said that was the really big issue was in between this success. I never sat down and be like, damn, I did make it. Yeah, let me go, let me go take a vacation, or let me go chill out, let me go whatever. Or spoil the people that matter, <coughs> be present with people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, do those things because if you don't. Well, you lose what you're in it for, and yeah. you start worrying about pleasing the wrong people, and or, your and your heart becomes like this. Just leads to like you're not leading with love anymore. You're not leading by example anymore. You're leading by greed. Or sometimes you're pleasing the right people, but for the wrong reasons, mm. for the reasons that you think. Like you can say, okay, I always say I want to retire my mom, and it's <laughs> like I'm gonna pay all her bills, but. She may be like, she don't even I, care. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> care about all the things. Like, no, just be here for Sunday dinner. I don't give a damn about yeah. this money that you're trying to give me. We talk about this all the time how both of our parents live extremely modestly. Extremely modestly. Like, my parents live off of one vehicle, a $1,500 budget a month, and literally want for nothing. Like, they've never wanted for nothing. And your mom's the same. Like, she wants to travel. Yeah. But, like, they're not banking or waiting on us to make them rich and that would never be in their their want or cards for us right even my dad i mean my dad has seen super high levels of success and even him he's he's literally learned to live off the island off the island and live off pretty much nothing, nothing. yeah like so like and he's happy as pie. Yeah. That's the part. Is I'm always like my I admire the shit out of my parents because how happy are they? Exactly. They're the happiest they've ever been. Like, and they literally piddle in their house every day, paint, clean, cook together, mow the grass together. Like, they literally live their life in the most modest way, and they're the happiest people I've ever met. Right. That, that's what I when I start simple to look at certain stuff. It's like okay, I do want to acquire wealth, and I want to be able to put people in a position where they can make money as well. But I'm not chasing a hundred million. You know, I'm not chasing that type of level of success where it looks good to the public eye, but deep down in, in their head, they're not happy. And I haven't met too many people that have said, yeah, I've met a hundred million, not, you know, a hundred millionaire that is, he just loves his life. I mean, right. one, I don't know a lot of people that know him, hundred millionaires but what I mean a hundred multi millionaires multi, yeah multi multi-millionaires like so the people that I know that even are multi-millionaires again some of them I know have went down 
these paths of depression and things like that. So I'm always being, I'm, I'm, I love hearing those conversations because then it sets the example to make sure that I learn from their mistakes. The, the wise man learns from other people's mistakes. mistakes. Right. We were just talking about this because we were both talking about how lately we've been really grateful for small things, tiny things, like moments with our children, um, you know, traveling together alone and just having quiet time, like being in our house and just loving our house in our condo and, you know, like being grateful for the vehicles we have and the situations we're in. And that even though we haven't met the goals, the journey is incredible and it feels so good and it feels so good to do it together and just to enjoy like the little tiny things and to really capture those moments or at least I, I know I've been feeling that way lately it's like I, I can feel those moments immediately and I'm like this is a moment to remember because this is the happiest I'll ever be like and I say that in a way that if we buy a bigger house if I get a new car this year after we get married like all these checklist items they're not gonna make the moments that I feel great gratitude it's not going to make that gratitude any different. It's not going to make me any happier. That is the, ex the the extent of how happy I can be right now. So I'm the happiest I'll ever be right now. Bigger house, bigger car, more money. It'll all feel the same. Yeah, because that's what people get caught up with is like thinking that. If I just do this. Yeah, then... if I get this, then I'll be a lot happier. Yeah, maybe for a moment. And then once that gets old, after a week, two weeks, a month, or whatever, that that feeling is gone. So it's like that's why I've always I just love the process, man. This is a marathon, like Nip said. If you fall in love with with that, then your high will always be on because it's like yo, this is still yeah. the process. My high is always high because I'm like yo. Even through the learning process of going through the struggles, I'm enjoying it because I know that I'm learning. And I know that one day I can probably, you know, teach somebody else so that way they don't go through that struggle or problem or situation that I might have had to go through. So I, I just love it, man. I, I love the process of everything. People don't even know that you <clears throat> love the process, the creative process more than you do actually the win. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you hit you know. hit the win, and I'd be like, yes, and you'd be yeah. like, yeah. I mean, but you get hype about the creative process. <laughs> oh yeah, I, mean, I won twenty five thousand dollars on stage, and it, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed the pre preparation process for that, though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fun. It was fun. It was. And it was a learning curve. <clears throat> yes, I mean that's 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 what I enjoy too. Like, if you if you ask me, five years from now about me winning on the stage, $25,000. I'm gonna tell you, you know what I remember? I remember being in the hotel room with Jessica and Megan and Jessica getting on my ass about <laughs> I was saying stuff wrong. And I kept trying to figure it out. And I kept saying, like that's the vivid part that I remember. And I'm always gonna remember that. Right. The stuff that happened on the stage when they told me my name, that shit went quick or whatever. I didn't even know how to feel. But I vividly remember how I felt with like, yo, I gotta get this together. Like I'm messing up. Why am I messing up? What do I need to do to get this right? Why do I keep saying it this way? Why? Like, why? So, like, that's what I'll always remember. That's what I enjoy. Like, <laughs> I remember your face, and I was like, he doesn't know how to feel. <laughs> I was crying because I was so proud of you, but you didn't know how to feel. You were just like, yeah, this is great. 
but we had so much fun preparing for it. That was like the priceless moments, like you said. Yeah. Because so. we grew, we stretched, we bonded. Like that part of the process is should be just as inspiring, if not better. Like that's my favorite part. Yeah. Well, it's just like I, I, I tell people it's kind of like an analogy of like um, a lion in the jungle. thing is that you enjoy the hunt like the lion you see them if you were like watching it like a safari or something and you like you if you looking from it from your perspective looking at it the enjoyment is not when they actually get the freaking zebra or whatever they the enjoyment of like seeing them hunt like go out there hunting for it like you see it like damn oh he just missed the zebra there oh shoot like the process of what it takes, you know what I'm saying, of seeing the lion go after the hunt to go attack his prey. Like, I enjoy watching that from National Geographic and all this. I, I like seeing that more than I'm actually finally getting. Like, even seeing them even losing sometimes, I'm like, dang, how did he miss that whole, what's the name, or like a, a buffalo or something would get away. And I'm like, oh man, you gotta go regroup. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, you just gotta enjoy the hunt as much as you enjoy actually getting the meal. People get the meal, they forget the process. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like somebody in the oven cooking. If you a grandma, if you, you know. If you a grandma. If you're a grandma, <laughs> You know your grandma's cooking. You know she used to be in there spicing it up. She what the preparation and letting the, the food marinate like it's a process. And she she would enjoy it. Some of your mama, you just some of your mama don't cook the most. That's the problem. But like the ones that still have a mama that cook, it's the process of putting the sprite stuff, letting it marinate, adding extra little sugar on this, little sauce, all that. The preparation of everything, not the process that chefs love. Of course, yes, you're gonna like it when you finally put your fork in it, a spoon in it, and eat it. But they enjoy that process. So anybody that's doing any type of creation or anything, you gotta just not even even create anything. Just life, like enjoy the process of life. Enjoy the highs, enjoy the lows, because that's where you learn from. And if you look at life like that, you won't have to worry about once you finally hit that high. It's like damn. Because what happens is you're, you're at it. You're just like a yeah. crack addict. Yeah, you know we always talk about that high. It's like some of the highest highs, like 30 minutes later, or the next day we're like, so that didn't feel as good as I thought it would, or now what? Or like I've heard several people say after the the big win, the the check, the, the TEDx, the major blog post, the major speech, like that they kind of feel like a little bit depressed the next day. Because now you've achieved it and the high's gone. And it's like, it's it's your lowest low. Like it's it's coming off of a, it's like you're weaning off a, an addiction. Yeah, you're gonna go chase that again. Mm -hmm. Chase it again and chase it again and chase it again. And the thing is, again, it's like, like you're like a crack addict. You gotta keep hitting it. And you know what happens when you do that, you overdose. So. That is all I got for today. Wait, I have one more question. Right. So if we're all supposed to be um, as, as in love with the process as we are with the win, we should, all should be happy, right? When you say that one more time? 
this is a sarcastic question, I guess. So if we're all supposed to be in love with the process as much as we are the win, then we all should be happy, right? Absolutely. But we're not. We're not. Some people <laughs> still aren't, you know, so. This is a daily struggle. Like, I feel like I learned this daily. Yeah. Um, and the thing is that, I mean, you're going to always have new goals and things that you want to achieve. <clears throat> but you just got to take time to celebrate again. Like when you go through that process and then you do get that win and you get it, enjoy it for an hour, for a day, for a week, whatever. When and you bought us tickets to Hawaii, what was the first thing you told me? I don't remember. <laughs> You well, you wouldn't tell me where we were going, but you said I I bought us tickets to go somewhere. It's a surprise, and you said because and I said, well, damn, I'm hard at work right now, and you said, yeah, but that's why I'm doing it because it, we need to celebrate how far you've come before you get all drenched in it. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. And you said because you've done a lot so far, and we have not celebrated. Right, right. And I was like, damn. And I in the moment I was like, I don't really feel like what I've done is celebratory. Mm. You know, and it's like, cause I have a goal and I ain't hit it yet, mm -hmm. you know, but for you to stop me and say that it was like, wow, you're right. Like I, I have maintained, I ain't got to go back to work. Yeah. I have grown a business. I have four employees. Like it's like, and for you to push me into that position, it's so easy for us to be like, once I hit the goal or once I meet this insane expectation that I've created for myself, then and only then will I celebrate. Or should I celebrate? Yeah. I should not be out here celebrating, thinking I've done something when by my own man-made expectations, I have not. It's a battle because some people over-celebrate. Yeah. Like T.I. said, some of y'all going to the club and y'all ain't did what y'all supposed to do, so what you celebrating? Right. Right, so like, but. <clears throat> go, go to the gym and then eat a piece of cake. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I went to the gym, you know what I'm saying? I didn't work out. <laughs> so like, it is like a battle. <clears throat> But what I what I like to do is even celebrate the small wins. It don't have to be some sometimes I mean again that's however you want to calculate it, but you do have to celebrate your wins on a consistent basis, at least once a month, I would say. Minimum. Once a month. Does it like, have to be extravagant? <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be big. It could be literally you just taking yourself out for a nice dinner getting a steak or, 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 or lobster or something that you wouldn't re you regularly do. Um, it, it doesn't have to be a trip somewhere. It, it can literally just be something that is a little bit different from what you usually do. And that that's that's like a celebration. You know, somebody that might go to, I don't know, something basic, but like maybe um, going to the mall and, and buying a $50, $100 outfit. You know, that might be something that they're not used to doing, but that's your way of celebrating. I do it all the time. I go, I, I shop at Zara a lot of times, right? So <laughs> I, I should be like $40 for a shirt, $30 for a shirt. To me, that's a small celebration. I made 20 grand this week. I'm going to go buy a $40 shirt at Zara that mm -hmm. I like. <clears throat> uh, so that has to happen. Uh, because if you don't know how to, if you don't celebrate your wins, again, there's no, there has to be some balance there. So what happens is that there's no balance if you don't celebrate at all, or there's no, there's no balance if you celebrate too much. Right. <laughs> so the, the goal is to see, like, okay, well, on the balance beam, self-evaluation 
Am I celebrating too much and I'm not showing anything for it? Or am I celebrating too less? You know, and that's just self-evaluation. Well, this is where the close people come into you, come into play, that audit you, that hold you accountable. And I, I used to struggle with the word accountability because I thought it meant that just meant people around you giving you a checklist and telling, giving you due dates and telling you and holding you accountable and asking you every day. But like, when you have the right circle, the accountability is critical because it's around mental health. It's around like, man, what you did last week, you said two weeks ago you were gonna do it and you did it, man, let's do dinner. Let's come, you know, we're gonna come over. Let's celebrate, this is big. You did exactly what you said you were gonna do, you know? And it's like, your circle can help you do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you gotta have the right people around you too though. Mm -hmm. If you don't, I mean, your circle ain't gonna be, <laughs> not gonna be as helpful. We just turned our car right into a podcast episode. Basically. Anything else? That's it. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.